Hi. Hi. I'm Dustin. I'm Robin. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, is, is she here? Is who here? Henderson. <laughs> Henderson. He's back. He's back. I'm back. You got the job. You got the job. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many children are you friends with? Hello everyone and welcome back to our channel over here at Broke Boy Media and today we are going to be reviewing Stranger Things Season 3 and my name is Christian and I'm joined here today by Devin. How are you doing today buddy? Welcome to Hawkins. How's it going? It's just going pretty good, man. You know, random strange strange things are happening in the uh, uh, summer of uh, 1985 in Hawkins, Indiana. The summer is heating up. School is out, and there's a brand was it new. Was 85 or 84? 85. 85. 85. School is out. There's a brand new mall in town, and the Hawkins crew are on the cuffs of adulthood. They're teenagers. We're here. They're tweens. They're tweens. They made it. Kind of. Sort of. There's romances blossoming in the air. There's complications between the group dynamic, which I think is perfect because I was really hoping that, you know, they weren't going to just, like, push the kid aspect forever or have them playing younger kids, you know, when they're clearly older. Kind of like the whole Sam Raimi Spider-Man thing when <laughs> you had in the first movie... Um, the teacher when they go to the uh, little uh, school field trip, who played the actual the guy who played the teacher was younger than everyone else who was like quote unquote playing high school kids. But yeah, yeah, they're still. Uh, but anyway, Stranger Things season three. I got off uh, topic there for a second, but um, so for Stranger Things, they're yeah, they're tweens like maybe 12, 13, maybe 14 years old, I think, possibly. Yeah, somewhere around there. Something. But anyway, uh, before we get into today's uh, in-depth review, which we'll be doing of Stranger Things 3, uh, we're just going to do a just an overview of the uh, season overall. We're not going to like you know break it up like episode by episode because that would take a lot of time and as much as i would love to do that because i really would love to do that um i don't have the time to do that and i'm pretty sure you don't either just to, you know anyway but um yeah we don't all be here for hours on that yeah we, it, would, it would be, be fun yeah it would be a lot of fun but yes um but also before we get started you can listen to us on itunes and spotify and podbean and you can also listen to this on youtube as well um i'll probably do some visual you know uh stuff for the youtube version it just depends it's just getting harder and harder to um to do that kind of stuff man i mean i really don't know what to put in for you know video of uh, this review but i'll figure it out it might be a still image for uh youtube like it normally is just because I don't have all the time in the world to be editing and we don't do YouTube full time because we both have our own full time jobs. So anyway, let's just dive right in. Um, we'll do a quick, quick little uh, just overview of what did you think, Devin? Just is it better than season two, better than season one on par with all the other seasons? I know a lot of people didn't like season two. I personally like season two a lot myself because we got some very interesting characters um dropped into the mix but what are your thoughts about season yeah i was actually gonna say I, I always thought it was weird that everyone hated season or not everyone but a lot of people hated season two because i actually enjoyed it as well mm -hmm. um but yeah this season the first I, the first like three episodes i'd say were like kind of like dragging on like i know they were trying to set up some storylines down the road and trying to set up some stuff to to happen in the later <laughs> episodes but it really kind of dragged for me like the first three specifically oh, <laughs> i got you i got you i don't know i didn't i personally i didn't feel that way but when it comes to tv shows when it comes to you know setting up setting up plot points and you know them having a payoff i'm all for that but 
overall i i didn't really mind it like i mean this is coming from guy who loves like game of thrones and downton abbey which i know a lot of people like downton abbey but like i don't think you would like it because you just don't like that kind of show but like i i don't mind like the you know you know let's take it slow for a second and you know really ease ourselves into this world and this the season overall that the universe that is hawkins indiana um but I know some people said it kind of drug on for them. But for me, I thought it was perfect. I didn't have any problems with it. And I didn't really, I don't know. I didn't notice that type of um, issue. Or it wasn't an issue for me because, I mean, I I liked how they kind of showed how, you know, the, the kids in Hawkins, are they're finally teenagers. And that comes with its own set of problems. Yeah, I like how they showed that they were, like, happy. They're finally happy and, like, enjoying their lives. Right. And Dustin, come, Dustin comes back from uh, Camp Nowhere, I think it was, and <laughs> keeps talking about Susie and, you know, how great she is. And, you know, everyone's like, well, she kind of sounds real, but, you know, they've never seen her, so they think she's fake. She lives out in like what, like Utah? Utah. She's yeah. a Mormon. The most, yeah. the most random state like ever. It's just like, where can we plot Susie? It's like North Dakota, South Dakota. No, let's go with Utah because it's just, it's Utah. I've never been out there myself, but I, I don't hear much. I don't know anyone from Utah. I can't say like a lot is happening in Utah. It might be. I don't know. We don't live there, but we are, we are not anti-Utah. We're not anti-Utah whatsoever, exactly. It's just, it's 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 a random state. And, I mean, so is Indiana, honestly, for Stranger Things in general. But I don't think, you know, the actual location has anything to do with the story of, you know, what's really going on. Because this could happen in any state or any location. but um, Or it's a small town in America in general. But it, this did drop on 4th of July, so I did pretty much binge it all the way through I, I really like how they set it up so like the new seasons that come out correspond with whatever holiday it is yeah so the season, season two came july out on and halloween this, and the, the show takes place during the fourth of july weekend yep and the yep. same thing happening for halloween yeah that was next christmas maybe Ooh, christmas Stranger things nice. christmas that it was really it was cool. snowing towards the end of that um you know the end of the entire series when well it was back in russia but um by the way if i haven't mentioned this before this is if you can tell by the title of this podcast or this review it's it's spoilers all around so we kind of wanted to give people a little bit of time it came out what like 10 days ago um you know to watch it all and a lot of people that i know have so yeah that's why we're talking about it but anyway to go back to you know with it being a little bit more like a slow burn for the first three episodes, I I just liked how they, like you said, you know, they they showed how mature they, you know, these kids are. You have Max and Lucas are in a relationship. You have Al and, yeah, Al and Mike making out the whole time. Yeah. Three inches. <laughs> three inches, Hopper says. Three inches altogether. I was wondering what he was referring to when he said that, but then... Yeah, as, as soon as the they like close the door, he was like, "Hey, three inches." You know, he kind of like leans all the way back. He's like, "I wonder what they're doing over there." Like, it's getting kind of quiet, you know, even for two teenagers when you know hormones are everywhere in general. But, <laughs> um, and I gotta say, just over everything, I kind of feel bad for Will. Because he's the only one who's not in a relationship the entire it's, it's season. Kind of, it's kind of interesting because people are like kind of divided. I don't know if they're divided, but people are wondering. Because in the middle of the season, Mike said, it's not my fault you don't like girls. Yeah. Was he, was he saying that Will is gay or just that Will isn't like interested in having a girlfriend? I think it was more of Will not... He's not interested in having a girlfriend because there hasn't really been like a significant other... 
for Will in general, um, especially throughout the other two seasons. Because I remember when, I mean, in season one, when, you know, they first run into Eleven, like, they're, you know, they're super skeptical because, you know, it's it's a party for it. So, you know, their D&D, um, you know, IRL, life, whatever, it's a party for and no more. And then, you know, they take the time to get to know Eleven because Lucas in season one wasn't really, like, feeling the whole 11 vibe but then you know she gets accepted and then max, and then max comes, comes along yeah. and i really like max i think max is definitely yeah max is like the perfect best friend for 11 yeah and i've i've always liked max i think she's definitely one of my favorite characters out of like you know the original uh out of the original cast in general but i really like how they they kind of focus you know on those uh relationships and will will is just trying to cling on to the past in a way, because, you know, he just, he just doesn't want to see the uh, friend group, you know, break up. I mean, what they kind of do towards the end. But for, you know, after Hopper dying and then after Billy dying, it was very, it was a very emotional, you know, goodbye in general. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think it was more of them leading like, oh, like, is Will gay? Like, no, I just think he... He just misses buddies because I mean, even with Dustin, he was, um, you know, Dustin doesn't really join up with his friends. Like he's with him for like a little bit during the beginning when he like brings out his um radio tower to try to contact CZ, but then he's with the Scoop Troop, <laughs> the, the Scoop Troop, the Scoops Troop from Scoops Ahoy at the new mall. It was great. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the best things the season does is setting up like situations where. Um, there's meetups between people that have been not with each other the whole season, and it just creates a cool moment where, like, yeah. oh, yes, they're finally together. Yeah, that stuff's about to happen. Right, and honestly, you know, like when you mentioned earlier, uh, when you have Max and Eleven, because they didn't really talk to each other all that much in, you know, season two, but now they're becoming more of ex- best friends, and it makes sense for Max to kind of be, like, the mentor for... <laughs> For um for eleven in general, and then after the whole, you know, Hopper's like losing is cool because you know they can't respect his boundaries when it comes to you know them dating and whatnot, and Hopper like threatens Mike to like you know <laughs> when he put uh when he takes Mike home and they have their little chats, and then yeah. it just shakes Mike to the core, and he just it's like you know he really cares about eleven, but then he doesn't want to like ruin what they have so you know he lies and stuff like that but you know then his ass gets dumped <laughs> I, Ultimately, I, dump ass. I dump your ass <laughs> but hey you know what lucas lucas is a mastermind he said max yeah. has dumped me five times <laughs> she got her back at the mall <laughs> he's won him back every single time and then you know <laughs> they go to the mall mike has three dollars and 50 cents in his pocket <laughs> tries to buy um 11 something nice and it's it's hard man <laughs> he's like everything's so expensive he's like i have 350 <laughs> and everything is so expensive it's just so hard <laughs> which is completely relatable <laughs> especially especially yeah especially when yeah <laughs> Yeah, going back to those days, it's like, man, you know, you really don't have any money. Money, money was, like, it's just so hard to come by money when you're, like, early teens. Like, there's nothing you can do, really. Right, and they don't really necessarily have jobs, but the, um, besides, um, oh my gosh, um, Robin and, um, why am I blanking on? Steve. Steve. Steve, well, wow. Well, well they're, they're definitely yeah. <laughs> We're gonna scoop Almost 20s. Almost 20s, but... Yeah, yeah, because they they graduated um, they they graduated col I mean high school. Steve didn't go to college, and yeah, I think I was actually gonna bring that up. I think Robin is one of my new favorite characters. She was. I think awesome. she's she's everyone's favorite character. Man, it's crazy. Because like, like I didn't think that like it never occurred to me that she came she, out of nowhere too. Yeah, it never occurred to me that she was gay or maybe she's bi. I don't know because they don't really like. She literally came out of nowhere. <laughs> literally came out. of No nowhere. one expected that. But like it, it makes kinda, it's kind of weird how they set that up though because she she was like wording it weirdly. She was like, "I was obsessed with you in high school." Like you wouldn't say that. 
Yeah, like, she was obsessed with Steve because she was trying to figure out why the uh, I forgot the other girl's name. Yeah, she was just trying to figure out why other girls were staring at him. That was just a weird way of wording that. I it was like. weird, but then when I kind of think about it, it's it's kind of like you you become obsessive over the people that you can't stand the month the most, like trying to figure out why people like them so much. And then you kind of, it's kind of like just in the back of your head where you're like, it's, it's to the point where like you, you're obsessed because you're annoyed that this person is getting all this attention and you don't know why, because Steve was like a complete dick to women in general. Yeah. Steve was my favorite character in season two because his turnaround was so cool. Yeah. His but character was, development. Right. But, uh, Oh, speaking of, speaking of character development with um with Eleven, I like how she speaks more fluently now with her. With it's still it's still like just the weird spaces in between. Like, yeah, which is totally fine. Know, and, I let yeah. you know, like she's yeah still working on it. Like when she's talking to Mike, when like they um when she runs into him at the mall, and she's like, "Do you lie?" <laughs> like just out of nowhere. <laughs> like she's like listening, and then she's like processing the information, and then she'll like speak but like obviously you know we all do that but it's just more they kind of just show it more on camera with her when she's like oh like okay they're seeing this this and this but there's still a lot of where she doesn't know she's essentially like a feral child but like I, I think it's a good thing that like your speech is a bit dodgy you know overall yeah. but yeah <laughs> 11 dumping she, she got her own she got her own little wardrobe going on too yeah max like completely turned, she, it looks great like the entire cast man like <laughs> max is taking over and like you know what i'm just gonna we're, we're we never really hung out so we're, we're gonna hang out again but i really do like the relationship between mike and 11 especially towards um you know the end when he's trying to say that he loves her but you know it's, it's kind of weird how like looking back at it like all the boys are wearing like really short shorts and that yeah. was, like, back then but now it's kind of like coming back because boys wear shorts that short nowadays too yeah especially chubbies you ever you ever hear, hear those chubbies yeah yeah wore those in college a few times but no yeah I, I just did but it wasn't like the because you can get like the short chubbies but there's like the super short chubbies as well i was like Okay, well, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm a big dude. I, I got some big thighs. I'll do short shorts, but I'm not gonna do super shorts, you know. Especially no cargos, never. Yeah. <laughs> so many pockets. So many pockets, man, oh, man. But um, I wanted. To, I, oh, um, the uh, my gosh, I'm like drawing a blank now. So. Between Steve and Dustin, because I kind of, I kind of liked how Dustin was in his own new group of people when he comes back from Camp Nowhere, because he feels like essentially his friends are kind of like unappreciative, even though they like scared the crap out of them. <laughs> yeah. When he first comes back home, and he schemes and he's like, ah! <laughs> or sprays him with hairspray. It's funny that that hairspray is actually the one that uh, Steve told him to get in season two. <laughs> yeah, but like his voice cracks, and I can't. <laughs> yeah, he does that scream like throughout the whole season. It's like it's something so, only he can do. He's, it's so. Yeah, I think he started using it, and I think I think it was season one. I can't really remember. <laughs> but yeah, the Steve and Dustin dynamics one of the one of my favorite parts. They started yeah. that last season, especially when you know they when uh he first goes to meet steve and he's like oh my god he was like dustin and then you know they do the whole star wars like bleh, 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 how many bleh. how many children do you have for friends <laughs> he's literally like the dad but i i still think that um that, that robin still still likes steve in some way shape or form i, I think she's bi i think she I, just, I just love how like they're friends but it doesn't have to be a sexual thing they can just be friends yeah and th that's been very common nowadays like they did that in uh bumblebee uh well not really in bumblebee because they kind of you know lead lean towards that because one of the uh the guy that um Haley atwell was is it Haley atwell i think Haley steinfeld steinfeld Haley atwell's agent carter that's right Becky wow carter. wow i my apologies everyone but Towards the end, where um, Haley Seinfeld's uh, love interest tries to like hold her hand, and she's like, no, "We're not there yet." So it kind of like leads to, "Okay, you know, they'll eventually get together." But yeah, it, that's been pretty 
popular nowadays because it's like oh you know every single time a guy and a girl meet up it's like they always fall in love i'm like i always view that more as a you know even though people say they're not looking for anything everyone's always looking for companionship no matter you know if you're actively looking or kind of just like peeking in every once in a while to see what's out there but I, I I did like how they're you know they're just friends. I was a little bummed, but then again, it would have been a little more a little bit more predictable. Yeah, it would have been really cliche if they ended up just getting together. Yeah, but now I feel like you know the way that the industry's going with like oh you know we're just gonna make these two guys and girls friends. That's gonna be become more of the norm. Then I feel like that's eventually gonna become cliche. And then it's, like, it's a good message to send though. Yeah, not every relationship has to be sexually driven. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, and and sh- no relationship should be in in general. And I, I totally agree with that. But yeah. what did you think of the decision to include Erica more throughout a lot more throughout? The I season? thought it was great, dude. She was sassy as shit. Like, oh my see, God. I, I'm not that big of a fan of Erica. She was she, like, a little over the top at times. It was just the same note over and over again. It just got annoying to me. Like, oh, yeah. nerds. What's up, nerds? Yeah, she 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 know. was very outspoken. There there were times where you know it was perfect when she was there, but she did get. I think this is the most screen time she's had. Oh yeah, by since far. both seasons. But I I do believe that I I did like you know the whole scoop shoot the their their team that they had. Um, but yeah, some sometimes it was like a little bit too much where it's just like okay, like I understand she's sassy, but it's like. But, like, it's kind of like, we knew she was sassy in other seasons, but it's like they just dialed her up to 11 in this one. So it's like everything that came out of her mouth is just sass, 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 sass. It's like, yeah, it's like she she was sassy and, like, somewhat mean, but she didn't really show any redeeming qualities. Like, there wasn't any moments where it's like, oh, she kind of actually cares. Somebody really have any of that. No, Maybe. <laughs> no. No, that's okay. she is she is a child, so it's like you don't expect too much, but yeah, <laughs> I, I understand the role of the annoying young sister. We both understand that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't spell uh, Erica without America. You can't spell America without Erica. Just sitting there, like uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, that's a weird point to make, but you're technically not wrong. <laughs> that was great. But uh, yeah, I I really like I like how Eleven's becoming more of her um of her own person each episode. You know, she's kind of she's dealt with her her past in the past. You know, in season one and two, and she's she's moving forward. You know, she's trying to live a normal life and just fit in. She's got these crazy telekinetic telekinetic force powers essentially, and her her powers essentially get drained towards the end of the season, which I have a feeling they're going to come back at some point, but when she, when she pulled out the Coke can, I like how they, they cut back to like that one scene when she's, um, you know, within the facility underground with Papa. Um, and, you know, she's like crushing up the can because it's like one of the easiest things to, you know, control your powers. I, I really do like how her powers went away at the end because throughout the season, it was getting a little annoying that she was just coming in to save the day over and over. Oh, I loved it, though, dude. Especially when she got that bite on her freaking ankle. Like, on me, like on her leg, and then freaking um, Will's brother, my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. But, John. Jonathan. Yeah, John. He, like, take, he gets, like, a knife and, like, puts it under, like, oh, yeah, gets, like, was, a hot knife, cuts it, and he's, like, feeling inside, and she's like, oh, like, oh man! She's like, let me do it. Yeah, but I I do like how you know she's she's pretty much like exhausting her powers and that's fine, um, but I I didn't think that it was too much. Thank, thankfully, there wasn't any any run runoff or uh, random episodes of her going off doing her own thing like last season. See, I think that's why people didn't like it, and it, it was will... pretty stupid in my mind. Like I kind of just like, like it was kind of like a. It was like a test pilot. Like why would you Yeah, do that I was so excited season? when she came back. I was like, oh, she's gonna come back and just uh, like save the day. Let's go. But I kind of like how she she went off on her own in season two, just because to kind of see if like I mean, obviously there's other test like uh, experimental people out there 
with different um powers. Yeah, it's like they did that in season two, but then they never talked about it again. In probably, one episode. In, in rightfully so, and I think they they directed it to, to a way where they can kind of just like drop it. Or maybe if they wanted to go back to it, they could, but I mean yeah, I mean like it was okay, but like I still kinda liked it because Eleven is my favorite character. But Max is probably my new favorite character. Aside, you know, everyone's, you know, fan of Dustin and whatnot. I'm just trying oh, to... My favorite is definitely Steve. <laughs> Steve. Hop, Hopper's great. Did you know through Netflix, they had to, like, put a, um, like, a, pol- a smoking policy. Yeah, I saw a video about that. It was like, that, that's... That, that is so ridiculous. It's like, oh, there's going to be so much smoking in, in this season that, you know, kids may try smoking. I'm like... No, that that's not how things work. It's like it's like I, I was listening to Nerd Soups. Um, they they kind of commented on this. They haven't done a season three review of Stranger Things yet, but within their past podcast, they kind of talked a little bit about Stranger uh, the third season, and they were saying it's just like it's it's a little ridiculous because, like, they were saying you know like we everyone knows that smoking is bad for you. We have the information, but it's up to us to. Um, you know, act upon it. What whether we're going to smoke or whether we're not going to smoke, we we know how much ca- like harm it can cause and everything. And I just I just feel like that's still so silly. For Netflix. I guess I can see both sides because I understand like artistic integrity. Like based on the time period, it it makes it more realistic that everyone would be smoking this heavily. Yeah. But I also understand like, like if I you did... put a small if you put a small warning before the episode, it's not that big of a deal, and that might help with uh the people some of the people's worries i mean yeah i guess but i didn't even i didn't even that wasn't even a thought in my mind after i finished the season overall i was like man i wasn't like man you know there's a lot of people smoking this yeah like, but some, i didn't like, notice like, a lot, lot of the audience it. a lot of the audience is like younger children so you can kind of see yeah, where and, that comes from and that's another thing like and i just you know stranger thing like and they they had talked about this on nerd soup too and i kind of kind of agree um that like Stranger Things, like it's it's not a kids show. Just because it stars kids in it doesn't automatically make it a show for kids. Like it's obviously you know it it's a medium to be enjoyed by everyone, but it does teeter a little <laughs> bit more on like the I want I can't really say rated R, but like a little bit more of like a mature audience. Because like you know if we had kids, I wouldn't just. Pop and sh- I wouldn't like let them just off the bat watch Stranger Things when they're like, you know, eight, nine years old because like, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of kids. Well, actually, a lot of kids probably do talk like that nowadays. To be honest, a lot of pop- there are, yeah, there's some moments that would be pretty scary for kids. Yeah, but like that that and and you know like when they had said that, I had to, I had to sit back and think about it. I was like, yeah, and I'm not saying it's necessarily for adults, but like it's definitely not a kids show. You know what I mean? It's more, it's, you know, it's sci-fi, it's horror. It, it, and for, for some kids, it may be a little scary for them just in general, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's more of like teenagers and onwards, like young adults, especially obviously, you know, people who grew up in the eighties as well. It's, it's mainly a love letter for, I feel like Stranger Things is for that generation. Because we didn't live through the '80s, but I don't know. That, that's just my two cents. What I mean, what, what what do you think is in general? Like, you would you view more as a, as a kids show or no? No, no, definitely not. There's a lot of adult themes and yeah, a lot of horror moments, and especially in wow. season one. Man, remember Barb? Oof. The whole like, yeah, when, yeah. When um when uh Mike's sister is like shagging uh what's his face upstairs, they're getting busy, and I think it was was it Steve. I think it was Steve. Yeah, Steve was Nancy's yeah. girl. I, I, Nancy's I really gotta rewatch the first two seasons again. Yeah, yeah. It feels like the first season was so long ago. It really does. Well, remember they didn't. Um, <clears throat> I mean, season two came out in 2017, and we didn't get a season last year. But um, I do appreciate the Duffer Brothers and everyone you know involved with the show, kind of just saying, "Hey, you know, like it's coming. We are working on it, so don't just think that we're being." You know, quiet overall, but um, you know what? Well, who was kind of quiet this season was Billy in a way. 
you know. Yeah, I was gonna ask what you thought about his character arc. Um, I honestly, I mean, I like, and I know a lot. Like, he he was a complete dick in in season two. He was in a smidge racist, but that was a part of his character because you know Max is hanging out with Lucas. Lucas is obviously black, and hey, man, Lucas is like the redheads. I mean, I don't blame him honestly, but (laughs) (laughs) um. I, I kind of like how it was him that got possessed. With Will, it's like, you know, it's someone, it was mainly, it was someone within like their little circle who got possessed and they're, you know, trying to figure out like what to do and how to get out of them. Um, I, I can honestly, I think um, with Billy being possessed, it, it made sense because he's kind of like, you know, like I said, he's like a dick anyway, but. You know, yeah, I think it was tra- it was the right decision to make Billy the possessed one. He's like the perfect one because he's already pretty evil. I just wish they like made a connection to where they showed that his actions before were part of the reason that he was chosen to be possessed. Like, oh yeah, that would have been in- interesting. Because yeah. maybe like the the uh, the flayed or the mind flayer. Yeah, because when he that got he's attacked, got, he's got like a darkness inside of him that they can leech onto yeah. and take advantage of. Yeah. That if actually, they would have done that, that would have been a lot better because he didn't have any consequences for how terrible he was last season. He like, he got randomly possessed, but it wasn't connected seemingly. Yeah, because I mean, it, it did kind of show, you know, when, when Eleven's going through, when she uh, goes into his, his subconscious, I guess you could say when, you know, she was on the the uh i the um i've the uh when she blind oh my god i cannot talk today with the white noise and she like she covers her eyes and she kind of i think i think it was feeding off of his of actually it seemed like somewhat of a happy memory yeah, um, it was like it was like feeding off of his deep down emotions right right well like it, it was i kind of like it was just by chance that billy was possessed because he was, you know, on his way to talk to Mike's mom. He's on his way to bang, bang Mike's mom, Mrs. Wheeler. Never, yeah, Mrs. Wheeler, Mrs. Wheeler never showed up. So, but like, I, I, I kind of like how they, you know, they teased that it could happen, but I like how they show that Mrs. Wheeler actually has moral compass because yeah, that, that would have been really like shitty thing to do if she went off and did it. Oh, they would have gotten so much backlash, but it's like. You kind of really, really wanted to have it at the same time, but like you're like, come on, like oh, like it'll be so funny. But like, I think just the idea of like you know showing that there's some kind of attraction is like when, when Mrs. Wheeler and all of her friends are uh, sitting by the pool, and you know it's like they timed it to where what was the other girl's name Heather or something like that? Um, the other lifeguard they knew yeah. when she was getting off duty and when he was coming on to duty, and yeah. So he kind of just hits it by chance. I mean, kind of the same thing with Barb when she got sucked into the Upside Down, and that was crazy in itself. That's one thing I really missed this season was the Upside Down, because in the past two seasons, that was kind of like a character on its own. Yeah. Just how important it was, how, how much they showed it. Yeah, and it wasn't is... in this season at all. They just had the portal, but it was just a hole in the wall. They didn't show right. anything of the upside down, and it was still like mending. I think they said that yeah. was it was still healing. Yeah, because um, that's like one. That's like some of the best parts of the last two seasons. Like, remember when Hopper first gets into the upside down? That, yeah. that was epic. Yeah, I hopefully because I mean there will obviously be a season four. Hopefully they'll they'll go back into the upside down because they show that the Demogorgon at the very end. Yeah, the giant walking. Demogorgon. <laughs> yeah, but um trying to figure out what else. Um oh so let's just talk about the uh the, the musical number. <laughs> oh boy. Susie and Dusty Bun. Never ending Su- story. I love you, Dusty Bun. <laughs> I love you too. Was it Susie? I, I've never been, I've never even seen Never Ending Story, but that song is so catchy. It really <laughs> When he starts singing it, when they're trying to figure out the code to get into the Russian He's, like, a legit good singer. Like, he's been in musicals and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was... And I knew he could sing, but I didn't know they were going to showcase it. But when he's singing over the radio... And everyone's just like, what is happening? Right. Like, especially Max's face. She was like, 
what the fuck am I listening to? She's like, are you Hopper, kidding me? Hopper's like, what is this? He's like, are you hearing this right now? And then um, the, um, oh my gosh, the not the teacher, but the bald eagle. I forgot. The, the, cons- the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they get cut like a bald eagle. <laughs> bald eagle? Bald eagle has landed. His bald eagle has taken off. <laughs> he was like, I hate children. <laughs> he's, not even, he's not even that bald. Like, he's got a bald really spot. Not. But it's, like, it's not that bad. Right. <laughs> but then you got, you got uh, Will's mom, uh, Winona Ryder. She was, I mean, she's paranoid as always yeah what did you think of that little grouping they had hopper will's mom the yeah. conspiracy theorist and then the I russian thought was, I thought it the was russian funny. scientist I it was, was really interesting how the Alexi! russian scientist yeah he like he, he like became best friends with the conspiracy theory guy like you would never expect that to happen they're like at the carnival like having fun being american together oh yeah especially you know with the conspiracy he, he knows like he speaks fluent russian essentially and Alexi probably really just like admired that that you know, hey, I can talk to someone and they can actually understand what I'm saying instead of you know being in a foreign country and just me sounding like gibberish right now. But I I really do miss Alexi, man. He he became one of my favorite characters. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, he got all killed he by the Terminator. A, all he wanted was a cherry icy. Was it cherry or strawberry? Cherry. Yeah, and then he got strawberry. Yeah, and he's he's like, what's the difference? He's like, Alexi can tell the difference. And then, <laughs> and then he got whoppers. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I I miss I miss Alexi already. I'll definitely have to do another rewatch. I think I'll, I think what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna rewatch all three seasons to see how well they all connect together. Because I didn't rewatch season two before I rewatched season three. Because I remember what happened towards the end of season two, and I was like. I felt like I didn't need to rewatch it then, but um, I'll definitely rewatch all three to. Uh, what did you think of the uh, the Russian bad guy, the basically the Arnold Schwarzenegger lookalike? I I I thought it was, <laughs> well the the troop serum, he 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 was you know he was very one dimensional, but of course you know that that's what he is. But I I thought it was pretty funny, especially when uh, he injects. Uh, Robin and Steve with the truth. No, I was talking about the uh, like the tall Terminator guy. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was um, he was very mysterious. I thought in the beginning he was he was pretty lame, but he kind of grew on me as the season went on because he just kept coming back. He was literally like a Terminator. He just kept coming back. Right. I was like, is this dude like superhuman? But um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what what was what was like your favorite um? Your favorite episode of the entire series? That's uh, it's it's easy. It's not even close. The last episode, it's probably the best episode of the series. I'd say. I was gonna say the Battle of Starcourt. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I was actually gonna say um, the the sauna test when uh, really yeah. I just I really like. I mean, the fact that I really liked how <clears throat> when Billy broke down, and you know, even though as much of like a shithead Billy is, like. You can still see and show, like they still showed, and how um, how Max still cares for Billy, even though you know it's much as much of a dick as he can be. It's she was actually cared about his well being, and he like he pretty much just like broke down. They're trying to like sweat him out. I was like, I really wanted to see that happening, but I mean, it kind of sort of happened. But he was pissed, and then freaking Eleven just. Came in, saved the day, and just went ham, man. It was it was insane. I, that was probably, well, I mean, aside from you know the season finale because we got that great number from uh, Gaten <laughs> and uh, Susie <laughs> in general. Um, I can't believe that happened. I was like, what is happening in the middle of all this? Or like, let's just add a song. And it just happens, but yeah, Sonic. It was, it was pretty wild. They had a song, one of the most important parts of the, <laughs> in the world. There's actually like little, um, uh, not trailer or little commercial of Susie talking about Camp Nowhere, but it's like you know, like the old '80s vibe. It's like something that you can like actually sign up for through like the Microsoft stores and like attend. I'm not even, yeah, it's kind of weird, but it's kind of cool at the same time. Mm. 
Not entirely. So do you, do you, uh, you want to talk about the finale? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get into the finale, man. I think we've hour much... hour twenty minutes, like almost. Yeah, I didn't, see. I thought it was gonna be ten episodes, and I don't know why I didn't know this before. But I was like, okay, you know, it's it's fine, it's fine. And then I was on like episode eight. I was like, oh man, I'm like, I'm like, how many more episodes do I have? I'm like, holy crap, is the season finale already? But like, so much happened. And they was, tied up everything so perfectly. They really did. They really, really did. I mean, with Hopper's death, excuse me, quote unquote, but honestly, the most powerful scene that I've since, you know, minus like Game of Thrones, even for me, um, when, you know, after Hopper dies and Eleven finds his note and he pretty much tells her, you know, how much that he cares about her and whatnot. And it kind of just the, the, te- the tears were flowing. It really was. Man. I was not expecting to at all, but I just couldn't help it. I don't, yeah, I don't care what anyone says. Millie Bobby Brown is she's definitely making a name for herself. I mean, they, they all are. But I mean, for whatever reason, I feel like Millie's kind of segregated out for whatever reason. I think it's just because she's British in general, and she generally is just plays like one of the most popular characters on the show. But she she she's a great actor, man. She's she's doing some great work. Rumored to be in the Eternals, she denied it, but people were like, "You right, see, you see the video though." She denied it, but she was like, "It's like all right, quick nudge, nudge." Yeah. It's like, all right, then keep your secrets. It's fine. It's like, well, we'll find out. San Diego, San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, the 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 season finale was just just perfect, and I think, um, strange. They think Stranger Things overall broke like a record for like the most watched, like TV show. I think it was on Netflix history in like four days. Yeah, something like that. Um, and I think it also broke the record for like. Most views, like they viewed the whole season. Yeah, yeah, and that's I mean that's the power of these power of these television shows, man. I mean, you know, we all you know we we go to the movies, you know, we, we watch to see what what's out there, but TV is really like the new platform for telling stories because you especially you know, uh, binge binging TV. Yeah, you know, actually, I was gonna ask, like, w- would you have preferred it all to be, you know? released on 4th of July like it did or do you think um, do you think Netflix should or this should have been more of like a weekly release? I, I think binging wins every time. Yeah. Because th- the issue I had of the first three episodes being like kind of dragging on it would have been even worse if they, they did it weekly. It just would have felt like it's taking forever to get to the good parts but binging you can just get right to the good parts yeah, without I, having to wait every week. Right. Especially only with what? It was Nine or eight episodes? Eight episodes? Eight episodes. Yeah. yeah, eight episodes. Yeah, season two was nine episodes. Season one and three were eight episodes in general. Um, Jeez, man. It, yeah, it was, it was it's just a great ride. I'm definitely going to, you know, rewatch it all over again once I finish uh, catching up in Downton Abbey. You know, as that movie's coming out, we probably won't review it. <laughs> Because I know no one here is gonna watch it whatsoever, but that's okay. It'll just be for me in general. Um, I'm trying to figure out. So, so you said Steve was your favorite character, and he still is your favorite character, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, what what did you think of the uh, the teacher when <laughs> the uh, Mister Teacher Girl when uh, Winona Ryder uh, went up to their um, old um grade school teacher to figure out about like they were, he was teaching her about like magnets and stuff I mean, yes stood hopper up right he was i forgot the name of the uh restaurant but it was supposed to be like at seven o'clock and i it, it, i didn't expect hopper to die i i knew i felt like someone was going to die and i was like well it's probably billy maybe i don't know like if it was one of the kids that definitely would have took like a major hit but you know their their chemistry is so amazing together that it's like, yeah it's kind of weird to like to kill I don't even are you even allowed to kill off a kid it's just such a weird concept I you never you... really see kid kids die in movies or TV yeah and it is very rare I mean the only time I can really think about it um, 
recently. It was actually, well, it's actually in. I mean, I guess Barb was technically a kid at the time. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, that may- and Billy too, maybe. He's working at the life, you know, the uh, at the pool as a lifeguard. So it didn't seem like he had too much going on for him. But they were older. But yeah. I'm trying to think, ooh, maybe like kid-wise, the only time I can really think about it is like in The Last of Us. Um, during the very beginning of the game, the main character's daughter dies. She's like maybe 11, 12 years old. I know Hopper's daughter died, but they never showed that. Oh anyway. my god, dude. Can we talk about that really quick? When um, he saw talking to the mayor and um, the mayor was like, don't give me that sob story again about your dead daughter because I just don't care. And yeah. fucking Hopper just goes in on him. I was that like, mayor, that sleazeball mayor. Dude, I've never seen Hopper so pissed in my entire life. He literally just dropped him across the entire, just, just, just owned him in general. That, that was, well, I think his name was Larry. Yeah, Larry, that was his name. I was like, poor Larry, man. Mayor Larry. He was, uh, whew, that was insane. But I, I will say, I think probably the funniest part of the entire series is when Robin and Steve got injected with um, truth serum. <laughs> and right before they get injected, they're trying to get the information out of them, trying to figure out how they found their like secret hideout like underneath the mall. And he's like, He's like, where do you work? He's like, he's he's like, where do you work? He's like, how did you find out about us? He's like, who are you? He's like, I'm an employer in Scoops Ahoy. <laughs> he keeps saying it over and over, and then they inject them with the with the troop serum. And he keeps saying the same shit. <laughs> he's like, where do you work? <laughs> Scoops Ahoy. <laughs> but yeah, I oh man, it was this is a great great season all around. I. I definitely think they can go for like maybe like one or two more seasons and then wrap it up um, in general. But um, yeah, man, I just, just, it was just great. Just great overall. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to uh, touch on? You wanted to uh, wrap up here? Uh, I love I love how the end, it ended in the mall with the giant monster crashing in and then they had to use fireworks to fight him off. Right, Luke is kind of, he, he had his trusty slingshot the entire time, but yeah, those uh, those fireworks. Yeah, that, that, always, that always comes in handy somehow, that, that slingshot. Yeah, and I, I like how they didn't just like use it whenever, like, oh, you know, Lucas can just use his slingshot to see what, you know, what he can like distract the monster with. Like, no, he used it in, in the perfect situations in general. But, man, oh man, it was just... Fantastic all around. Oh, uh, but like I, I kind of want to touch on Will really quick, though, because I feel he's kind of so- he's kind of the forgotten character this season. Yeah, at least, well, especially after he like destroys his treehouse, and it's it's kind of just like a wake up call to him that like, you know, not everyone is like not everything's gonna stay the same because even um towards the end when you know um who takes the um. Uh, Guardianship over Eleven. Winona, uh, Winona Ryder's character, you know, uh, Eleven goes to live with um, with Will and his brother, and Will is just like bawling his eyes out right before they leave. Like he's just, yeah. and, and I felt so bad, but you know, and like, then they're like, "Are you gonna find a, a new group to play with?" And he's just like, "I can't." Yeah, it was very very powerful overall. I just. Whew. Man, yeah, I remember last time I cried like that during a show or movie. Yeah, man, it's it's honestly been a while. Like I, I haven't felt for characters like this in a very, very long time. Especially with all the movies we've been going, going to see. I mean a lot of them a lot of them have been kind of stinkers, but I mean they're enjoyable. But this the is The real the real question is, is Hopper actually dead? They I never showed the body. They that is true. They they never showed the body. Um, and then the, and then the after credit scene, they said the guy was like, "No, not the American. Who yeah. is the American?" I don't I don't know how I would feel if they if he was alive. I kind of I don't know if that would take away from the season a little bit. Like take I away from the impact. I think it's Hopper. I don't know. Yeah, because it 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 would literally just take out all the emotional weight that happened. 
this season. And like, oh, just kidding. Hopper's, Hopper's he's just in the upside down hanging out. Right. I don't know. I mean, it's it's plausible that he could find a way to get into the upside down, but like, I don't know. It just feels like it cheapens this season. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know exactly what you mean because it's kind of like you know they set this powerful moment up for absolutely nothing. It it may be somebody else, but I think they just wanted to lead to believe that it is Hopper. I mean that I mean that that it isn't Hopper. That's I I don't know. It's it's all up in the air. Uh, hopefully, you know, within the next like maybe like year or two when uh, season four comes out, we'll definitely get a little bit more answers. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, scores. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get into scores. We, we we've been talking about this for a while. Put pushing fifty minutes here. Um, so I I would probably give this maybe like. Mm, like an 89 out of 100 overall okay. I, I i loved it um you know and like i've always said there's always room for errors you know when it comes to tv shows but those are small little nitpicks and it's like it's not even worth mentioning but overall i it, everything tied up together at the end and there, there was no loose ends i mean you know obviously the side that we're not sh- we're not sure if that was Hopper or not that the um, Russians were talking about, but yeah, I would give it an eighty nine and just keep it at that. What about you? I'm gonna go with a strong eighty five. I guess the first few episodes kind of dragged for me, but at the end, the payoff for for it was way worth it. But the biggest thing for me was just no upside down. It's yeah, one of the best parts of the first bit, two seasons. And, they and just it looks so it. great, too. Yeah, so it's just... It's very it's mysterious. Such, and... such a cool part of the first two, and then they just kind of pitched yeah. it. Well, hopefully they'll go back to it. I, I think that they will, especially because the Demogorgons in general have always been, you know, associated with Upside Down. Not saying that the Mind Flayer hasn't, but, um, yeah, I think they're going to switch back over to Demogorgons and wrap this baby up. Yeah, Tougher Brothers and the Russo Brothers making people cry since 2011? 12? I don't know. Can't remember when Winter Soldier came out. But yeah. Um, Anyway, so that just kind of concludes our our in-depth spoiler review of Stranger Things Season 3. Don't forget you can listen to us on YouTube, I mean, yeah, on YouTube, um, iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Twitter at Broke Boy Media. That's Broke underscore Boy underscore Media. And uh, as always, Devin, you know, thanks for coming on. Kind of sucks that uh, Harlan wasn't here to join in on the fun, but that's okay. You know, we'll we'll catch him when when we can. Um, he's a uh, he's he's a busy man. You know, he's he's um, yeah, but let's just uh end it here and i think our next review i think we're reviewing lion king next i think that's yeah yeah so that'll be pretty cool and um if you haven't listened to our uh crawl um review go ahead and listen to that and um hope everyone has a good day and we'll we'll see you guys in the uh in the next one scoop troop out (laughs) scoop troop